0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, oh my goodness, and welcome, welcome back to the next exciting adventure, or next exciting chapter, sorry, in this adventure. Five on Kiran Island again, oh my goodness, and if you remember, yesterday they were given Seven hours by the two men. Seven hours before they were going to blow up the island. So, with Uncle Quentin, George and Timmy still on the island. So, let's see what they decide in those seven hours. (sighs) So we're on chapter 18 and it's half past four in the morning so there we go (sighs) as soon as the men were out of earshot george's father spoke in a very low voice (sighs) it's no good i'll have to let them have my book of notes i can't risk having you buried down here george I don't mind anything for myself. Workers of my sort have to be ready to take risks all their lives. But it's different now you're here. Well, Father, I haven't got the book of notes, whispered George, thankfully. I gave them to Timmy. I did manage to get that stone away from the entrance to his little prison, though the men think I didn't. I gave the book to Timmy and told him to go and hide till I fetched him. Fine work, George, said her father. Well, perhaps if you got Timmy now and brought him here, he could deal with those two men before they suspect he is free. He is quite capable of getting them both down on the ground at once. Oh, yes, it's our only chance, said George. I'll go and get him now. "'I'll go a little way along the passage and whistle. "'Father, why didn't you go and try and rescue me? "'I didn't want to leave my book,' said her father. "'I dared not take it with me in case the men came after me and found it. "'They've been looking in all the caves for it. "'I couldn't bear to leave it here and go and look for the dog. "'I was sure he was all right when I saw the men taking biscuits out of the bag.' Now do go, George, and whistle to Timmy. The men may be back at any moment. George took her torch and went into the passage that led to the little cave where Timmy had been. She whistled loudly and then waited. No Timmy. No Timmy came. She whistled again and then went further along the passage. Still no Timmy. She called him loudly. Timmy! Timmy, come here! But Timmy still did not come. There was no sound of scampering feet, no joyful bark. Oh, bother, thought George. I hope he hasn't gone so far away that he can't hear me. I'll have to go a little further. So she made her way along the tunnel, past the cave where Timmy had been, and then on down the tunnel again. (sighs) Still no Timmy. George rounded a corner and then saw that the tunnel split into three. Three different passages, all dark, all silent, and all cold. Oh dear! She didn't in the least know which one to take. She took the one on the left. But that also split into three a little way on. Oh, George stopped. I shall get absolutely lost in this maze of passages under the sea if I go on. She thought, I simply daren't. It's too frightening. Timmy! Timmy! Her voice went echoing along the passage and sounded very strange indeed she retraced her steps and went right back to her father's cave feeling miserable father there's no sign of timmy at all he must have gone along along one of the passages and got lost oh dear this is awful There are lots of tunnels beyond this cave. It seems as if the whole rocky bed of the sea is mined with tunnels. George sat down and looked very downhearted. Quite likely, said her father. Well, that's a perfectly good plan gone wrong. We must try and think of another. I do wonder what Julian and the others will think when they wake up and find me gone, said George suddenly. They might even come and try to find me here. "'Well, that wouldn't be much good,' said her father. "'These men will simply come down here and wait, and nobody will know where we are. "'The others don't know of the entrance in the little stone room, do they?' "'No,' said George. "'If they came over here, I'm sure they'd never find it. "'We've looked before, and that would mean they'd be blown up with the island. "'Father, this is simply dreadful!' "'If only we knew where Timmy was,' said her father, "'or if we could get a message to Julian to tell him not to come. "'What's the time?' "'Oh, my word, it's nearly half past three in the early morning. "'I suppose Julian and the others are all fast asleep.' "'Well, Julian was fast asleep. "'So was Anne. "'Dick was in a deep sleep as well. "'So nobody guessed.' that George's bed was empty. But about half past four, Anne awoke, feeling very hot. I really must open the window, she thought. I'm boiling. She got up and went to the window. She opened it and stood looking out. The stars were out and the bay shone faintly. George, whispered Anne, are you awake? She listened for a reply, but none came. Then she listened more intently. Why, she couldn't even hear George's breathing. Surely George was there. She felt over George's bed. It was flat and empty. She switched on the light and looked at it. George's pyjamas were still on the bed. Her clothes were gone. (gasps) George has gone to the island, said Anne in a fright. All in the dark, by herself. She went to the boys' room. She felt about Julian's bed for his shoulder and then shook him hard. He woke up with a jump. What is it? What's up? Julian George is gone. Her bed's not been slept in, whispered Anne. Her whisper awoke Dick and soon both boys were sitting up wide awake. Oh, I might have guessed she'd do stupid thing like that, said Julian middle of the night too and all those dangerous rocks to row around. Oh Now, what are we going to do about it? I told her she wasn't to go to the island. Timmy would be quite all right. I expect Uncle Quentin forgot to take him up in the tower with him yesterday, that's all. She might have waited till half past ten this morning, then she would probably have seen him. Well, We can't do anything now, I suppose, can we, said Anne anxiously. (sighs) Not a thing, said Julian. I've no doubt she's safely on Kieran Island by now, making a fuss of Timmy and having a good old row with Uncle Quentin. Really, George is the limit. They talked for half an hour and then Julian looked at his watch. Five o'clock. We'd better try and get a bit more sleep. Aunt Fanny will be worried in the morning when she hears of George's latest escapade. George went back to her... uh, Anne, sorry, went back to her room. She got into bed and fell asleep. Julian could not sleep. He kept thinking of George and wondering where exactly she was. Wouldn't he give her a talking to when she came back? He suddenly heard... A peculiar noise downstairs. Whatever could it be? It sounded like someone climbing in at a window. Was there one open? Oh, yes, the window of the little wash place might be open. Crash! What in the world was that? It couldn't be a burglar. No burglar would be foolish enough to make such a noise. There was a sound on the stairs and then the bedroom door was pushed open. In alarm, Julian put out his hand to switch on the light. But before he could do anything, something heavy jumped right on top of him. He yelled and Dick woke up with a jump. He put on the light and then Julian saw what was on his bed. Timmy. Timmy, how did you get here? Where's George? Timmy, is that really you? Timmy, echoed Dick, amazed. Has George brought him back then? Is she here too? Anne came in, woken by the noise. Why, Timmy. Oh, Julian, is George back too then? "'No, apparently not,' said Julian, puzzled. "'I say, Tim, what's this you've got in your mouth? "'Drop it! Drop it!' "'Timmy dropped it. "'Julian picked it up from the bed. "'It's a book of notes, all in Uncle's handwriting. "'What does this mean? "'How did Timmy get hold of it? "'And why did he bring it here? "'It's most extraordinary!' Nobody could imagine why Timmy had suddenly appeared with the book of notes. And no George. It's very odd, said Julian. There's something I don't understand here. Let's go and wake Aunt Fanny. So they went and woke her up, telling her all they knew. She was very worried indeed to hear that George was gone. She picked up the book of notes "'and knew at once that it was very important. "'Right, I must put this into the safe,' she said. "'I know this is valuable. "'How did Timmy get hold of it?' "'Timmy was acting very strangely. "'He kept pawing at Julian and whining. "'He'd been very pleased to see everyone, "'but he seemed to have something on his mind. "'What is it, old boy?' asked Dick. "'How did you get here?' You didn't swim because you're not wet, and if you came in a boat, it must have been with George, and yet you've left her behind. I think something's happened to George, said Anne suddenly. I think Timmy keeps pawing you to tell you to go with him and find her. Perhaps she brought him back in the boat, and then she was terribly tired and fell asleep on the beach or something. We ought to go and see. "'Yes, I think we ought,' said Julian. "'Aunt Fanny, would you like to wake Joanna "'and get something hot ready "'in case we find George is tired out and cold? "'We'll go down to the beach and look. "'It will soon be daylight now. "'The eastern sky is just beginning to show its first light.' "'Well, oh, go and get dressed, then,' said Aunt Fanny, "'still looking very worried indeed. "'Oh, what a dreadful family I've got, "'always in some scrape or other.' The three children began to dress. Timmy watched them, waiting patiently till they were ready. Then they all went downstairs and out of doors. Julian turned towards the beach, but Timmy stood still. He pawed at Dick and then ran a few steps in the opposite direction. Why, he doesn't want us to go to the beach. He wants us to go another way, cried Julian in surprise. All right, Timmy, you lead the way and we'll follow. Well, where do you think he's going to (gasps) go? Maybe we will find out tomorrow in Chapter 19. Well, who knows? I think, I think he may be heading for that mysterious hole in the cliff. What do you think? (laughs) <laughs> I think yes. um, but I don't know for certain because I haven't read this book in years, so who knows? But we will find out tomorrow, so don't forget to come and join me for chapter 18 of Five on Kiran Island again, okay? Right. Well, you make sure that you take care and stay safe. And I will see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.